Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I am Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Olivia Haidar. We are your guests, and we apologize in advance for this episode. We are your guests, you know? I said that last week, too, <laughs> and had to edit it out. What is my problem? Well, for what they – you can't edit it out. This is That's that's gold. We yeah, are I we are leave guests. it in now because last yeah. week I did cut it when I said we are your guests. <laughs> we are your hosts. We are. And you're, you know what? If you're yeah. listening to this, you're welcoming us into your home. This is what I'm saying. Into your vehicle. Right. Into your AirPod Pros. So we are your guests. Right. We're your guests. Don't worry. I'll take off my shoes uh, before I come in. Hey, Olivia, how's it going? How have you been since we recorded last? I've been good. I've been good. Life is kind of like a raging river. It's kind of like a crossfire hurricane, you might say. You, Uh, You could say that. Um, Sometimes I feel like I was born in a crossfire. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if only there was a song about something like that. But, you know, I'm doing my best, keeping my head above water, barely. <laughs> Very excited. I've got a big double feature today at the movies. Very excited. Oh, what, what's what's happening? It's, it's going to be a long one. There's one art theater within 30 miles of me double feature you know like i gotta get them as many oh, in it at sure, one time sure. as i can so i'm going to see drive my car ryusuke hamaguchi's new film that looks fantastic it's supposed to be great but it's three hours long literally like exactly then i'm gonna go see the worst person in the world which i have heard nothing but amazing things about and is like over two hours long so it's gonna be a hefty day at the art theater for me gonna be a day yeah but uh you know i'm looking forward to it well that sounds like fun but first we have Uh some fun of our own to get to oh yeah so much fun we had that seamless segue a while back where we were talking (laughs) about crossfire hurricane that's because that is the fbi's code name for the russia investigation into whether the trump campaign colluded with russia yeah. to influence the 2016 election. And you know what? I am just so glad to be talking about the 2016 election again. I just have not gotten enough of talking about that election. I just don't think it's discussed enough. I'm still writing 2020 on all my fraud claims. <laughs> You know, and I always forget that I can put 2016 on it too because it's right. all like it's all rigged, you know? Exactly. We're not Exactly talking about the Russia investigation. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But what we're here to talk about today is the Russia investigation investigation, (laughs) which uh, I think people know a little less about. Everyone knows the libs and their friends in the deep state launched a probe into Trump and his staff looking for evidence that they colluded with Russia. What got a whole lot less attention is that right before the 2020 election, Attorney General William Barr launched an investigation into the Democrats' investigation. Love that. 
that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> What's your stance on the Russia investigation looking back on it? I mean, looking back on it, I don't know, man. Like, it's fucking weird. I got so tired of hearing about it, but also I'm like, well, you know, if it was happening, then that's bad. But also every other aspect of our democracy is failing. And so I don't see how this is especially egregious. Honestly, and I feel pretty good about this. It's been six years. I don't really have very many strong feelings about the Russia investigation anymore. Yeah. Looking back, it really has some doomsday cult qualities to it. Yeah. Where there were all these moments where it's like, uh oh, some Russia investigation stuff is dropping today. And right. it's like, finally, Trump is going to prison. And it's yeah. like, now it just turns out Michael Cohen lied about something and he's <laughs> going to go to jail for a while. And it's like, well, I don't really care about that that much. Right. I, like, yeah, I consider it among the tide of liberal and centrist and some leftist panic and desperation about the Trump presidency and just the feeling of grasping at anything that we could possibly find that could possibly damage this man's presidential administration, which I think is good. I mean, he was a bad president. Yeah, he's a bad president. And I'm certainly not here to go to bat for Team Trump. Like, we're going right. to get into the Republicans' version of this investigation. Yeah. Mostly. And here's the thing. Both of them seem in retrospect and currently with this Republican one that's running, like it's just not that interesting. No. It would be one thing if at any point, like if the Mueller report came out and was like, Trump did this and right. we can prove it and right. he committed a crime, then I'd be like, I'm listening. Yeah. But the conclusion of the Mueller report was like, yeah, we think Trump did some stuff and we think his campaign knew, but we can't prove it. And it's like, well, right. I can't either. That yeah. was your job. <laughs> like, well, that whole, the whole Mueller thing, it, it, like talk about so looking back is just so embarrassing and uh, just like it, it, just embarrassing. That's the only thing I think of it. Like the way that Democrats, especially like the mainstream Democrats treated Robert Mueller, a man who almost single-handedly lost Hillary Clinton the 2016 election. Like, yeah. well, wait, was it was it him or Comey? Oh, Comey. Comey's yeah, the Comey. one that made Sorry. the Sorry. announcement. Comey. Regardless, Mueller, he's uh, Comey also, but Mueller is there these are people who are bad people. They work for the FBI, they're evil men. And they're being hailed as champions of fucking democracy by people who should fucking know better. Yeah. And that's just that's just a running theme of liberal discourse throughout the Trump administration. It's it's constantly enemy of my enemy or whatever, but not thinking about, well, maybe this enemy doesn't have like your best interests and isn't really looking for the same thing. Mueller was looking to, like, clear himself and clear Comey. Like, he, he right. was looking to, like, make sure that, 
you know, everything kind of stayed normal. He wasn't looking to overturn the apple cart. No. And that's what needed to happen. Like, we needed something drastic in order to make any sort of dent in Trump's armor. And that is just something that Democrats are still incapable of doing, even after he lost the election. Yeah, and in in this case, it's kind of the same thing. Like, talk to me when this turns into Hillary Clinton being indicted. Right. Or even just this probe saying that the spying in question was actually criminal spying, because even yeah. that hasn't been said yet. But what, we'll, we'll get into it. We, <laughs> we should give people some background on the Russia investigation, because it does matter to this story. Right. July 2016, the FBI called this program Operation Crossfire Hurricane, <laughs> which they explain by saying it is a phrase from the opening line of a Rolling Stone song. And it's like, yes, we all know that. Yeah. We Why is the operation well, called Crossfire Hurricane? What I found interesting was that the predecessor investigation was codenamed Crossfire Typhoon. And I just yeah, don't so understand. Where the fuck did that come from? Right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> Why was that the name? I don't understand. And then it got upgraded to Hurricane. That person also thought it was a Stones reference. <laughs> Someone was like, no, no, it's Hurricane, you idiot. I was born in a crossfire typhoon. Typhoon? What version are you listening to? B-sides. And this was an investigation meant to determine whether individuals associated with Trump's presidential campaign were coordinating, wittingly or unwittingly, <laughs> with the Russian government's efforts to interfere in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. And it seems like they were to some extent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that feels like just an objective fact of reality. It all started because a Trump staffer named George Papadopoulos took a trip to Rome in March 2016 to meet with officials at a college called Link Campus University. He meets a Maltese professor there named mm. Joseph Mifsud, hmm. who, upon learning that Papadopoulos works for Trump, informs him that the Russian government has thousands of emails that could be politically damaging to Hillary Clinton and her campaign. Right. And a couple months later, Papadopoulos has drinks with Alexander Downer, the Australian High Commissioner to Britain. I don't think I needed to tell anyone that. Uh, of Everyone course, everybody knows, knows all of our, yeah, all of Australians' high commissioners. We know them by name when it's taught in school. It, yeah, in Australian history class. Yeah, exactly. He lives up to his last name, Downer. <laughs> And immediately reports this drunken confession to the appropriate authorities, except just joking. It was not immediately. Right. <laughs> they sat on this information until July after WikiLeaks released a bunch of DNC emails about cheese pizza and walnut sauce. Uh, I'm sorry. They released a bunch of DNC emails about a secret pedophile ring under a pizza shop. That's what you mean, right? Clearly, one of us has dug into the details of that story a little more. <laughs> Cheese pizza means child porn. And right. walnut sauce, I forgot what that is supposed to I be. Dude, how the hell am I ever supposed to fucking remember <laughs> the code words? I just know the <laughs> basics. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't remember what wal... I don't think I... I'm not going to look up I what walnut sauce. I don't sauce. know. Like jizz? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead. Run how to communicate with pedophiles through your Google browsers at home, everybody. And uh, Pizzagate I, code words. <laughs> that is when Australia finally told the U.S. about what Papadopoulos said. Specifically, they told the CIA. CIA director John Brennan, who I'm sure is a great guy who fucking rules. <laughs> Absolutely. Convened a meeting of CIA, NSA, and FBI officials. And this is when the FBI officially started their investigation mm -hmm. because the CIA doesn't have jurisdiction to spy on American citizens. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. And also, the FBI, man, when are you going to learn that when the CIA comes to you and goes, boy, do we have some information <laughs> for you that we would like you to share with the public? You gotta be like, is this one of those tricks? Yeah. Is this one of those, is this all fake? Is this it's gonna Lucy be fake? With, yeah, it's Lucy with the football, man. It's, and they're like, that's, nah, man, P-tape, check it out. Which, like the P-tape, eventually that was discredited. It's, it's so funny because all of these alphabet organizations are so, so evil. Just <laughs> breathtakingly evil. And yet the FBI always comes off like they're like idiot younger brother who yeah. doesn't have it who just is like well, i don't know god I, I i just want to hang with you guys like i i could be an information gathering service too like what 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 leads do you have okay i'll go along with that i went to the fbi exhibit at the reagan library oh not yes too long ago i i think i mentioned this on the pod at one point but in that exhibit they have a bunch of office doors that are set up to look like what the original FBI offices would have looked like, like old timey Weird. doors. Like you can, you can picture it. Like you can picture it's got the yeah. glass with the wires right. running. Of course, of course. And it had like all these different divisions. It had like homicide and like all of this. And then one of them said cyber crimes. It's like, Mad. oh, it's ye old cyber crimes door. Okay. <laughs> That's what the cyber crimes yeah. door looked like in the 1930s. Hunting hunt for hackers on DARPAnet or whatever. <laughs> So the, this thing about the FBI starting this investigation because of the Papadopoulos information is a big point of contention. Right. That's the FBI swears that's why they did it. Trump's side claims they did it because of the Steele dossier. Right. Speaking of <sighs> being handed questionable information and running <laughs> with it, BuzzFeed. <laughs> the Steele dossier has mostly been discredited. Yeah. By this point, especially the really cool part, which was Russia had a tape of Trump like right. getting pissed on or having. Of course. And it turned out that probably isn't true. Well, I, we don't know. Tom Arnold is still hunting for it. So yeah, we, it's true. <laughs> oh, by the way, I still haven't forgiven you for making me watch that show. <laughs> this is the worst thing we've watched. I'm firing off emails every day to Tom Arnold trying to get <laughs> a new season. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, he's just doesn't give a shit about the world because the guy he hated is out of office. Yeah. No, everything's fine, man. Joe Biden's back in office. Joe Biden. He's a good guy. He, we're definitely not about to go to war with Russia. No. Today. And we're not going to take the neo-Nazi side in that war at all. As we as we record this podcast, we're not going to war i'm sure it's fine yeah yeah it's got to happen today because it's tuesday well, 2 22 <laughs> there you go well i mean look is not... there a better day for world war three to start except 3 33 that's uh, the thing yeah uh, we got to wait 11 years that's when the water wars begin uh <laughs> 
uh, but no, Russia just invaded Ukraine. You know that, yeah. right? Oh, yes, yes. I, I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page about because I know it's earlier for you. That was what I woke up to. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Good times. So speaking of Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It later comes to light that the FBI didn't become aware of the Steele dossier until September, which was right. a few months after the investigation was launched. There was some fallout from the Steele dossier fiasco. We'll get to it later. Hmm. The FBI was eventually replaced in their investigation by the Mueller probe. Right. Which picked up the investigation after Trump fired James Comey. Right. I believe. Yes. That's when Mueller picked it up and brought it to its hair-raising conclusion, <laughs> which was, yeah, some people did some stuff, but we can't prove it, so enjoy your democracy, fuckface. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. That's and, the theme of the last decade. Yeah. And in December 2019, a review of the Russia investigation done by Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horwitz did not find political bias in the FBI's decision to launch the investigation, but it did find that the FBI made 17 errors or omissions in a foreign intelligence surveillance court warrant application for surveillance on Trump aide Carter Page. Uh, I cannot believe that the Federal Bureau of Investigation of America fudged warrants. I know this is a shocking claim to make about the FBI. God. Like what next? This is are they are they spying on black leftists? No, <laughs> no probably no not. Way. No. Not the since FBI the sixties is... or seventies or eighties or nineties or like two thousands <laughs> or two thousand tens. Yeah, exactly. They didn't disappear a bunch of Ferguson act- activists. Uh, no. Yeah, no, the FBI has always been on the side of civil rights. We know that. that they've always uh, that was the they've always been involved in the civil rights movement. Yeah, I texted you a picture of that <laughs> yeah. from the FBI exhibit. We have always been interested in civil rights. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you sure have. So yeah, if if the people at home can believe it, uh, I know you're you're probably all clutching your pearls, but the FBI <laughs> cut some corners in securing this warrant to spy on Carter Page, which knocked me over with a feather. So in January 2020, the Department of Justice declared two of those warrants invalid, and a federal judge said the surveillance on Page lacked a legal basis. Mm -hmm. So on account of all those concerns, William Barr's bitch ass appoints (laughs) Connecticut U.S. Attorney John Durham as a special counsel to investigate the investigators behind the Russia investigation. I'm pretty sure that's a quote from William Barr's statement about this. First of all, William Barr is absolutely a bitch ass. And like that is just that's the kind of Trump logic that you just don't get. Like Biden sucks in his own particular way. He's going to get us all killed by going to war. But you don't have him investigating an investigation, which is just the kind of shit that That's just that Trump insecurity all over the fucking place. It's so good. This feels petty. Absolutely. And like once you dig into the details, so does the first Russia investigation a little bit. Sure. But not to this degree. No. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? (sighs) Well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So William Barr appoints John Durham to head up this investigation. That initially happened secretly in October 2020. Right. But he was given special counsel status in December 2020, meaning he couldn't be easily fired when the Biden administration took over. And that's when we officially found out about this new investigation. For the first few months, there weren't a ton of notable developments. Mm-hmm. Durham did at one point strike a plea deal with Kevin Kleinsmith, an FBI lawyer who admitted to doctoring an email from the CIA when the Bureau was applying for the warrant to conduct surveillance on Carter Page. Mm-hmm. And they did do this. And again, it sounds like classic FBI shenanigans. Right. What they did is when they applied for this warrant, they altered this email from the CIA because the email revealed that Carter Page had already discussed a bunch of his Russia dealings with the CIA, (laughs) which – Going to be honest, that makes them seem a whole lot less suspicious. Right. If you're going (laughs) to the CIA and being like, hey, listen to what these fucking Ruskies are trying to do. Right. Like that – that I think legitimately would give you less of a legal basis – Absolutely. To spy on Carter Page. Yeah. The FBI did a bad thing here. No way. They did a bad, bad thing. (laughs) But also, that information came about as a result of that Michael Horowitz investigation in 2019. Durham was just there to handle the plea deal by the Mm -hmm. time it all happened. So even that isn't coming from this John Durham investigation. Right. The first actual indictment to come from the Durham investigation involved a cybersecurity lawyer named Michael Sussman. The I, charge, drum roll please, one count of lying to the FBI. <laughs> and, and, and you know, you should have seen this coming because that guy, like, it's right in the name. He's a sus man. He's very sus. He sure is. You can't spell Sussman without sus man. and man. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Yeah, this reminds me of what would happen during the initial Russia investigation. There would be this big drop. There would be like Mueller would have a countdown clock on his website (laughs) and the the new Russia investigation drop would be coming. That normally meant the government was up to something else completely insane that we should have been paying more attention to. Like I remember one time when – a bunch of mostly useless indictments came down in the Russia investigation. The government was also in front of Congress lobbying to expand the act that allows us to just kind of conduct war in the Middle East freely without any oversight. <laughs> we wanted to expand that to Africa. And oh, we were in front yeah. of Congress lobbying for that at the same time. These Russia investigation indictments came down. And it's cool. like that other thing sounds a little more important, honestly. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it? But it didn't happen, and now no. we'll never go to war in Africa. Absolutely so, not. Cool. No. Uh, well, I mean, we'll be too busy. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Unless, there, unless again, it's like World War II, and there's just a random African front that, like, yeah. no one really knows why we're there. So, yeah, these indictments would come down in the Russia investigation, and it was like, well, that's cool, but also, when are we going to get to Trump? Like, when right. is this going to hit someone important? And, like, Michael Flynn, that was a good one, but... 
That one right. was so blatant. Like he was yeah. doing QAnon salutes on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and shit. It's like, obviously, this guy's a fucking. go out on a limb and say that guy is kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He seems <laughs> like a dumbass. But also, like, it was also taking up all of the air that could have been spent on the other shit that Trump is doing. Yes. During his presidency that you could impeach him for theoretically. Right. Like, that's the problem. Is it's taking it, all the focus has now been on this Russia thing that is nebulous at best instead of actual concrete actions that were being taken that we know were being taken. Yeah, Republicans were right when they said it was a distraction. They just weren't right in the way they thought. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, <laughs> like you're kind of lucky that people were just focusing on Russia. Right. Like, you know, like it's, it's a- the same. This is, again, I've said this before on uh, this podcast. Republicans are so fucking stupid, just inherently. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry to any Republican listeners. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, it's just this, it's this worldview where like, if they wanted to fucking impeach Biden, then they could. Like, there's a bunch of shit that he's done that you could probably impeach him for. But it's not that stuff that they're going after. It's this like nebulous hunter biden laptop thing that they're chasing after like it's just it's this chronic thing where and and we're just never going to have this is my feeling we're never going to have a republican president impeached again at least to the point of getting removed from office that is just never going to happen to a republican president ever again because republicans will never ever ever bend on that. Whereas right. if a Democratic president gets impeached, like if Biden got impeached, there would be Democrats who would go along with it because it would probably be the right thing to do. And that would remove him from office. But you'll just that'll never happen in the flip. Yeah. The thing about Biden and Ukraine and I mean, we're sort of getting off track, but not really. We're talking yeah. about Russia and well, there's not like government. anything in this. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Biden and Ukraine We are, to some extent, to a large extent, arming neo-Nazis in Ukraine to fight against Russia. And what I don't think people understand this, I mean, and this is just a thing I read. I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but essentially Putin is banking on Joe Biden being on the wrong side of history here. Yeah. Like he's banking on at some point people going, wait, you're fighting with the Nazis? And that makes what's happening in Ukraine awfully uncomfortable because I'm not sure we're the good guys. Not only – I think the problem is, again – Whatever. Fuck this other shit. But like (laughs) – I'm sorry. uh, I woke up and the first thing that I read was that (laughs) Russia invaded eastern Ukraine and so it's kind of been the only thing that's on my mind because if you remember like – during that similar event that happened back in like 2013, 2014, uh-huh. like that was fully live streamed. You could just watch that happen at like as it happened. And so I was like, I was watching that. Like, I remember that shit. And like, there are no good guys in this situation, you know, like no. what Russia is doing is awful and and not right and uh, they're invading the sovereignty of another nation and there are people who are resisting that who 
are not neo-Nazis. I want to be yes. clear that not everybody who is resisting Russian invasion in Ukraine is a neo-Nazi, but like that is also a huge faction. And that just happens to be the kind of faction that the U.S. loves to align with because they are cohesive in a way that leftist groups are never allowed to be. Well, the government in general in Ukraine is kind of fash. Right, exactly. Like, it's not just that we're arming these groups. It's that the the government in general does a lot of the things that we hate, that fascists do. I mean, absolutely. Taking a page from the American playbook a lot and uh, as a lot of places are and i i get that you know putin's a, a crazy maniac and a monster but if if you want to see what's happening in ukraine from his point of view imagine if at some point russia fomented coups in canada and mexico and turned those <laughs> into communist governments and then started pressuring them to enter into a military alliance with Russia. Right. Would the United States stand for being surrounded by <laughs> two Russian satellite countries or would we fight back? We have I'm, a proven history of fighting back oh, yeah. in a situation like that. And that's what's happening in Russia. After the Soviet Union fell, right. we went in and started adding all these Soviet countries yep. to NATO just like we said we wouldn't. And mm-hmm. Putin has always been like, please, just not Ukraine. Well, yeah. And, like, I feel like Russia is just, you know, it's just been the country. It's it's always been just because the Cold War ended doesn't mean that Russia is not a massive superpower that could threaten us. Like, right, of course, it's always been that. But we have just stopped thinking that way because we, quote, unquote, won the Cold War. And so we just think, oh, they're just fucking with their own shit. We can do whatever we want. We can interfere with these nations that are on their border. And uh, yeah, it's just going to come back and bite us, just like everything of the late 20th, 20th century is coming back to bite us. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I Like I said, this whole thing has just got me completely keyed up. I'm very anxious about everything that's happening in the world. Oh, for sure. This is... Like this is very and, easily could be the start of World War Three. Absolutely. I mean, and and, <laughs> and when we say there's like no real good guys here, that's not us advocating for Putin. Putin's a no, fucking no. asshole too. Guys, I'm gay. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't ever say that I'm shilling for Putin. I will punch you in the nose. But that, uh, that's. That doesn't mean that in a situation like this, you're basically hearing the American government's version of events versus the Russian government's version of events. And you got to understand they're both going to embellish a little bit. Like, absolutely. When you hear stuff about Kim Jong Un, Mm -hmm. no, he's probably not shooting people in the chest with tank rounds. (laughs) Yes, as people are starving. Yeah. but also, it's not like I feel. Uh, well, that's talk about tangent on tangent. But like the whole Western image of North Korea is so warped and so unrealistic. There's in a, a way. very interesting documentary about that called The Propaganda Game. Oh yeah, I've heard I, of that. I cannot recommend enough. We should yeah. actually cover it on this. Pod. I'd be down. I've completely forgot about that until now. Yeah, that's a huge bugbear for me. Is Western treatment of north korea like it's it's wild but also like russia is they are comparable to america in many ways and we don't see them that way 
like we just think that we are super special and unique and no one else operates in the world like we do and we're you know whatever we do is right and we're the only superpower and that is not accurate it's never been accurate And that kind of attitude invites someone like Putin to manipulate us into doing exactly what he wants, which is pick a fight with him and then he whoops our ass. Because we can't invade Russia. That just is not going to happen. No, no. (laughs) That's never going to happen. Everyone who's done it has fucking died. Yeah, (laughs) that would be a risky proposition. And the idea that Russia could be tricking us into something, I feel like brings us back to this Russia investigation thing. For sure. Because it's really very possible that that's what happened here. Right. Like, we were talking about Michael Sussman. Just to, here's what I'm talking about in terms of, like, these indictments always being kind of disappointing and unimportant. Right. Even this one indictment hinges on such questionable details. The main issue is whether or not Sussman told the FBI he was working on behalf of the Clinton campaign. The indictment claims he told the FBI he was acting independently. And the special counsel's opinion is that he was working on behalf of the Clinton campaign and just lied to the FBI. And what you'll take note of is at no point do they say what he did did was illegal or spying. The act of having gathered this information and taken it to the FBI in and of itself was not illegal. Right, exactly. That never comes up in this indictment. So here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. Right, absolutely. Like, if you put the FBI in front of me and they were like, are you Adam Todd Brown? I'd be like, no. no." I guarantee you I'd panic immediately. The the FBI says a single word to me. My only (laughs) response is the word lawyer. (laughs) That is is how I have been taught through life. I'm not answering questions today. Yeah. And then you just back away slowly and get shot in the knee. Yeah, I will never – Never talk to the FBI. Oh, my God. And the reason I said all the Russia stuff brings us back to this Russia investigation investigation is because of the second indictment (sighs) that came down in this case. The Michael Sussman one is just a matter of did he tell the FBI he had clients or not? It's just smoke. The next indictment came a few months later in November 2021. That's when Igor Danchenko the primary researcher behind the Steele dossier was arrested and charged with five counts of lying to the FBI. He was interviewed several times as part of the Mueller probe, which itself debunked some of the Steele dossier claims. But again, in one instance, it's alleged that he told the FBI he never discussed the Steele dossier with this one PR executive who had ties to the DNC. And then that PR executive turned out to be the source when some of the stuff in the Steele dossier reached the media, which, unless I'm reading it wrong, still doesn't like it's still not proof that he told them about it. He no. told someone else and they told him. But either way, I don't care. And Me neither. The other four counts stem from his interactions with this guy named Sergei Milian, who is the former president of the Russian American Chamber of Commerce. And in that case, he told the FBI he received a call in late July from an anonymous Russian male who he guessed, Sergei oh. Milian. But then the Durham investigation found an email that's worded in a way that suggests that phone call never happened. Good 
luck living this scandal down, global sex trafficking elites. Like, I don't, this is so... It's nothing. It's It's nothing. Again, if this was them saying what he did was illegal. Right. Like, what Igor Danchenko did was illegal, then yes. Like, his gathering of the Steele dossier information, was that illegal? The problem is, no one, like, the people investigating and the people who, like, you know, started the bar and, and, and them... They don't want to say that it's anything that they're doing is these people are doing is illegal because they want to be able to keep doing it. Yeah, we need to still be able to do it as a right. So they're like insinuating that it's bad and that it shouldn't be done, but they never say it's illegal because they don't want someone to say that what they're doing is illegal. It's just this whole again. It's so petty and it's no wonder that this story the second investigation has not made any impact because it was started in fucking 2020 i wonder what else was going on in 2020 that had people's attention yeah like nothing like there's just unless you have some fucking rock solid evidence nothing is gonna pierce the covid veil like not not for a while when it comes to this shit The only thing that's going to do it is a war with Russia. (laughs) And I think people on the left and Democrats, liberals, I think those are all kind of three different groups. But Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I think there is some element among all those groups that needs to understand that the Russia investigation could have been that same thing, where it's Russia approaching someone with something they know is mostly fake. Right. In the hopes that that person will spread it and be yeah. discredited. And it seems like that's what happened to Hillary Clinton. Right. Because well, I, that's... this Steele dossier information that Igor Danchenko collects, he gives it to Steele. What's his name? Christopher Steele, I think. I have no idea what his yeah, first Steele, name is. The Man of Steele. Yeah. And he compiles it and gives it to the Clinton campaign. And the Clinton campaign is the source for a lot of the information that leaks Right. From the Steele dossier to the media. So that could be your Russian influence right well, there. That, yeah, that's like, the whole thing. That's Putin's. He's a fucking spy. He, he, that's what he is. That's where he comes from. And not he's just a, that, but that's what Russia does. Right. Like, if you read, like, Russia's not that closed off from the world that you can't read some of their military stuff. Right. And their whole, like, they don't have the money to fight actual wars where they're going in and like they can invade Ukraine. That's like a trip to the store, right? But they're not going to invade the United States. Right. They They don't need to. They might set up dueling black lives matter protests in your town and then send someone to throw a Molotov cocktail into the crowd. Exactly. Well, this is the whole thing. Like, I mean, and that's probably, you know, the election tampering thing. Like there's, you know, that probably wasn't like actually trying to sway the election. It's just freaking people out. And people were already freaked out because Trump was very popular. And so it was just they there was just a very clear opportunity there to totally break Amer- the American perception of reality. And that yeah. is what has happened over the last six, like more than six years like is just the complete disillusion of a shared reality and that is so much more damaging than any bomb that could be dropped or any election that could be stolen is just that total 
corruption, like the thing that keeps us from ever finding common ground. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we have legitimately passed the point where we're ever going to find common ground. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I can't. I mean, I know I personally cannot find common ground with a Republican. That is impossible to me. Yeah. The, the thing about that for me is there can be issues we agree on. I agree we needed Space Force, things like that. Like, <laughs> I feel like I have no problem finding common ground there, but it's the other stuff that people right. on that side believe that makes it so unpalatable. But here's the thing. Like, for me, everything about Trump, it started with immigration. Like, that was yeah, my absolutely. initial concern about Trump was immigration. And it still kind of is. Yeah. But I'm also not enough of a fundamentalist to not accept that, well, Obama and Biden started that and things aren't oh, yeah. any better under Biden. No, worse. And what's frustrating is if you hold that view of things where, well, yeah, Trump was a monster when it came to immigration, but so is Biden and Obama. Yeah. Well, now you're a centrist. And it's like, no, I'm not. No. Like, I, that's I, the leftist position. Yeah. Is like, the thing. I, I align with what people on the left believe, but also you got to be able to criticize your own side when Absolutely. it's warranted. And Biden, I don't consider my side, no. but he's closer to my yeah. side. I mean, like, sure. Yeah. Conceptually. Right. I that's guess. the thing. Again, this is the whole thing about the, the fractured reality is that we're talking about something that should be a very easy connection. And instead we have to go into this very high minded, like, like you said, conceptual, like hypothetical reality of like, okay, ignoring everything else that sucks. He agrees with me on these issues. And other than that, we disagree, but I guess on the grand scheme of things, he, it's he's closer to me like that's it's just everything that we're dealing with. Yeah. What I could see happening with people listening to this episode who are <laughs> uh, a, a little more fervent in their support of either side. I think we're being pretty fair when it comes to criticizing both halves of the Russia investigation, the Democrat what? half and the Republican half. Yeah. And in a perfect world, people would hear that and be like. Oh, well, that's fair. I, right. I get it. Like you have your criticisms, but no, people on the left are going to hear, oh, well, he's saying the Russia investigation wasn't anything and that's bullshit. Right. Like they're only going to hear yeah. that I'm criticizing that. And people on exactly. the right will only hear that, well, your, your investigation's bullshit too. Yeah. Like it can't be that. <laughs> it has to be, no, we're both. Like we're both absolutely right in our our stance, and the, that you won't that that's that's the contradiction there with yeah. the right. They're like, man, why can't you just have an open mind and accept that everything we say is correct and everything yeah. they say is wrong? It's like yeah. that's not like you're not being a maverick. You're just the other half of the country. Exactly. Like you're not being a free thinker. You're just choosing which fucking north star you want to follow. Right. Like, calm down. Yeah. It's. Uh, I like that. I just said, "Calm down." I'm fucking. Calm down. My well, I mean, beating and shit. And, I mean, but fucking shit, man. Like it's. <laughs> these are the things that it's okay to get angry about because they are actively destroying yeah. the world. <laughs> so I think it's okay to get kind of heated about that stuff. It's the fact that 
you know, everyone else is getting fucking mad about bullshit that doesn't matter. Yeah. No, man. I don't know. I, I again, I I don't know if it's obvious that I'm in a real existential mood today. <laughs> I'm in a, and I'm usually existential, but like, holy shit, I'm in a real mood. I hear you. So let's close this out. Yeah. For one thing, the Michael Sussman indictment. This is another thing that keeps happening in this investigation. <laughs> John Durham will release stuff in court and media on the right, which stop pretending media on the right's not mainstream media also. Like, yeah. Get over yourselves. Fox I mean, News is mainstream media. Like, I, Unfortunately, it is. It's yeah. just, again, you're just the other half. Right. Not well, special. And, and fucking... Uh, again, whole tangent, but like none of the liberal media side is actually that. That's the whole again. We're just okay. a right oh, wing yeah. country. We're, we are just a right wing fascist country. That's the that is the end point of all of this stuff. And what you see happening with this version of the Russia investigation is John Durham will file something in court and right leaning media will seize on one detail of it and right. be like, see, this is some smoking gun evidence. Yeah. that <laughs> Democrats were spying on Trump. And with the Michael Sussman indictment, it's basically an FBI agent's word against Michael Sussman's word. And yeah. who do I trust in that situation? Neither of them. Right. But <laughs> John Durham filed some new evidence. It came out in December 2021, December right. 8th, that John Durham files all of this new evidence. And there's like one piece that does point to Michael Sussman having said he doesn't have clients. I think it was an interaction with the CIA and the, the right leaning media seizes on that. But then if you go read up on what he actually released, there'd be like four other things that make it seem like Michael Sussman didn't lie to the FBI. And in this case, there are handwritten notes where FBI literally says Sussman said he represents a client who does not want to be known. Another note that says the plan should be to convince Sussman that it is in his and his client's interest to go to the FBI. So what about that? If you right. think this is smoking gun evidence yeah. that Michael Sussman committed a crime, what about those notes that say he did tell them he had right. a client? No, like, no, they don't count, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm sorry we read all of it. <laughs> forming That's opinion. the thing. Yeah, they don't. They're not expect. And here's the thing: most people don't. No, yeah. I mean, most people don't know about any of. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know about any of the shit that was happening in 2021 and this year. I th I was not it, it, like any aspect of a Russia investigation investigation in in the year of our Lord 2021 and 2022. I had no knowledge. And I mean, that actually brings us to the the last thing I want to talk about, which is. Just recently, on Valentine's Day, actually, Ooh. how romantic, there was some more court filings that happened that right-leaning media seized on right. as definitive proof that Trump was spied on. We'll link to, I guess, the least offensive of the <laughs> right media uh, being the Wall Street Journal. They, yeah, right. The Wall Street Journal ran an editorial that just straight up said Trump really was spied on. Right. And that is what right-leaning media took from this John Durham filing. Right. And the reason they said that is because 
it came out that one, the monitoring of Trump's internet activity carried on into 2017 when he was already president. And what John Durham or what people thought John Durham was implying in this filing was that Michael Sussman and this guy named Rodney Jaffe, who was mm-hmm. a tech executive named in the Michael Sussman indictment, but just named as tech executive one. Mm-hmm. What people are arguing this filing says is that Rodney Jaffe got a government contract to monitor Mm -hmm. Internet traffic and then exploited that traffic to spy on Trump. Sure. And the way he spied on Trump was his team of researchers noticed weird Internet activity Mm -hmm. and they decided to run that up the food chain and see what happens, which sounds damning if you're reading a very skilled Wall Street Journal writer Mm -hmm. tell you about (laughs) it. But what they're really saying is these people did their job. Right. This guy was hired by the White House (sighs) in response to a Russian hacking attempt to monitor internet traffic. And if you see anything weird, tell us. Right. So these people saw something weird and they like went back and forth like, Is this really what we're seeing? Should we even say anything about this? And they end up (laughs) sending it up the flagpole. And whether they were doing it on behalf of the Clinton campaign or not, I don't know. But I do know that they haven't really (laughs) proven that in more than a year's worth of investigating it. And also, it never came to anything. So why are we investigating it? Who gives a fuck? No one except Trump. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't amount to anything at all like this just feels like retribution and it's retribution against like like cool you're gonna take down a lawyer in the clinton (laughs) campaign yeah congratulations yeah still tied every you know fucking hillary clinton is just like a fucking poltergeist killery haunts this nation (laughs) but like you know people probably were spying on trump and you know what Absolutely. I don't don't care. I think that's actually probably one of the better things that the FBI has ever done if they did it, because he sucks and he was probably doing a bunch of illegal shit. Spy on every president. Yes, absolutely. Why does the president get privacy? That doesn't make any fucking sense. There should be a webcam in the Oval Office. Like, I'll yeah. just get to watch like the fucking Nixon recordings should have just been official. That should have just be what happens is everything is being recorded all the time. Yeah. So what happened with this latest break in the Russia investigation investigation is the right came out and said, here's your smoking gun proof. Trump was being lied or spied on the left media came out and said, no, they were just, you know doing their job. And what happens in cases like this is the right will then move on to, well, the left is covering this up. That's why they're not talking about this. And I read a, we'll link to a ton of articles about this. A a few of them are written by a guy named Charlie Savage, great name, Mm. uh, who writes for the Washington Post. Chuck Savage. When he was talking about the lack of media coverage of this news, he brings up an interesting point. Here's a quote. He says uh, these revelations, quote, tend to involve dense and obscure issues. So dissecting them requires asking readers to expend significant mental energy and time, raising the question of whether news outlets should even cover such claims. Mm -hmm. Yet Trump allies portray the news 
media as engaged in a cover-up if they don't. And that sounds weird, like he's saying, oh, we can't trust people to think about stuff that they read. But having spent what I expected would be about two or three hours researching this yesterday that turned into like six to eight because it's so excruciatingly boring. I am so sorry. Like, I get what he's saying. Like, this is, you're going to do a lot of mental gymnastics sifting through all the twists and turns that end at a single charge of lying to the FBI. Yeah. And who wants to do that work? It's, yeah. We just did it for you. And we didn't even want to do it. No, sucked. (laughs) Sucked. Uh, Yeah, no, it's basically, it's government-funded conspiracy theory. It's the exact same logic of conspiracy theories, where it's just, there's a million data points. And if you put them all on a graph, you can draw a line through them. And yeah. that doesn't mean that there's anything there. That just means that there's a lot of shit. And I'm not saying the other Russia investigation wasn't that too. Like, Sure. Absolutely. Whatever, man. Like I, and the, I never want to talk about 2016 ever again. Same. I hate never, ever, ever. And like, I'm sorry, but in the case of something like this, talk to me when it's Hillary Clinton being indicted. Talk right. to me when it's, John Podesta being indicted. Like, right. Until then, like, I don't give a shit if a single Clinton campaign lawyer lied to the FBI. The, like, yeah. that's not, that's not going to alter the foundation of our democracy. No. If the, the that only charge people that goes down. Yeah. The only people that care or even know about that are either Trump or people who are so far down the rabbit hole that daylight is like a foreign concept to them they just have not experienced the sun in years that's how deep they are and if if you were one of those people who was super excited about the news that there is now smoking gun evidence that trump was spied on and you think we're just not interpreting it the same way everyone else is sure john durham has also (laughs) come out and said that that's not really what he meant this is a quote if third parties or members of the media have overstated understated or otherwise misinterpreted facts contained in the government's motion that does not in any way undermine the valid reasons for the government's inclusion of this information so sure i mean that's basically just i'm washing my hands i yeah this is look i just did this i will you you take this information i don't care what you do with it that's not that's not me that's not on me yeah so i mean if he's not going to be definitive about it neither <laughs> am i no why how are you how do you expect again this is the whole right-wing mindset is just like they just expect everyone to care about the things that they care about in the same way that they care about. And if you don't, then you're covering it up or you're lying. And it's like, why do you expect with everything that's going on in the world, uh, with everything that's going on in this country, with with the very systems that have basically been propping us up are collapsing around us. How are we supposed to give a single fuck about any of this shit? How do you expect anyone to care? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, this is it's a distraction. It's a yeah. distraction like it's, the first Russia investigation was a distraction. It, and like, it's a worse distraction because nobody's listening. Yeah. So it's not even doing that job. Yeah. Like don't you have 2020 election lawsuits to file? Like I mean, here again, if if the right wing And yes, could, they do. <laughs> if the right wing could even pretend to care 
about uh, poor people and minorities, they could be doing so much fucking damage on the COVID response on ev- on everything. Yep. Like they could push social services that would actually help people and that would boost the Republican Party's morale. I mean, not morale, but like they're standing in the country and that would drive people away from the Democratic Party. But they are just incapable, ideologically incapable of doing that. Yeah. And we're going to all like on our country's just going to dissolve. There's not going to be a United States in like 20 years. Oh, what a time to be alive. I love it. So great. Yeah, no, totally. I, I, by the way, I am, uh, I'm, I'm starting, uh, Cantonese on Duolingo. <laughs> Probably a good choice. Yeah. So there's your mainstream media coverage of the Russia investigation investigation. You're welcome. Everybody. Yeah, we you're welcome. We, we actually did. talked about important stuff in this episode too, by the way, yeah, <laughs> we, just, just listen to the, to the Russian war thing. <laughs> we, we dug into stuff. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, democracy. Try to yeah, keep that going. Democracy. If you can. It does not, it's not looking good, but uh, don't go to war. Let's uh, yeah. Let's, let's skip going to war. Yeah. And by that, I don't mean let's not go to war in Ukraine so we can invade Canada. Come on. Have you heard this? No. That's that's a thing now. Is people on the right want us to leave Ukraine alone and focus on invading Canada because they broke up those trucker protests, and we certainly don't stand for protests being broken up violently in this country why wouldn't they just do their i aren't they just going to do their own trucker protests i i just swear to god that's just going to be what happens right Right. there's a trucker shortage i don't know (laughs) i mean man what the fuck uh yeah i'm gonna plug uh despair uh i'm gonna say joe biden please for once in your life do the right thing i know it's hard uh but it, I I don't want to go. I don't want there to be war. I really don't like. That's me. This is just this is just honesty. Yeah. I really I really don't want that. That that ugh, it makes me no. sick to my stomach. Especially not one that could very easily turn into a world war. To like, turn into a world war could it just there's just gonna it'll just result. There's so many people are gonna die. It's gonna be so awful for our species if yep. if this war happens. Uh, so please don't. I hope it doesn't happen. That's my plug. Oh, and also you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Hi There, Hi Dar. I just watched The Humans from last year. Oh, highly, yeah. highly recommend. Had yeah, I like The Humans. Yeah, you you saw it? Yeah. That movie destroyed me last yeah, night. It's really good. It fucking absolutely rocked my world. <laughs> So watch the humans. I yeah, watch the humans. Too. Really, no, Stephen Young's great in it. Um, I uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. It's Todd with one D. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Conspirapops. And you know, bonus episodes: Patreon.com/slash Unpops, UnpopsNetwork.Supercast.Tech, yeah. or right there in your Spotify app. Mm-hmm. Bonus episodes everywhere. I think Woo. an Apple podcast, too. Maybe. Soon. Oh, yeah? I think. No, I'm certainly not getting money from them. So, no. Nah. Probably better not be able to right now. Uh, and I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>